Hello everyone, this is Jay Dobbins, your host of the Marvel slash DC Universe Fan Club. I'll be talking about three topics. One, why a Deadpool Wolverine movie would make a whole lot of sense. Two, uh, The Walking Dead, uh, you know, what happens to Negan in the comics. And Justice League Part 1, everything we know so far. I will start with topic number one, which is why... A Deadpool movie, um, why a Wolverine Deadpool movie makes a whole lot of sense. So while X-Men Apocalypse was something, well, a lot of people call it a disappointment, but I don't think it, you know, it was all, you know, it was bad at all, you know, for uh, 20th Century Fox Mutant Verse in 2016. Um, Deadpool ended up being a runaway hit as the highest grossing film in a, uh, in the entire, uh, franchise, uh, 16 year history. Uh, in the wake of its success, um, we've seen a score of changes, uh, rippling throughout Hollywood as studios have begun to realize the potential of rated R superhero stories. Um, what the future holds for Deadpool is unclear, but if Ryan Reynolds had uh, has had it his way, if he has it his way, uh, it would have you know ha- it would have a whole lot of Hugh Jackman um, as uh, as a you know a um, well it's hard to describe it, but. You know, it would have him as, um, I don't know, maybe secondary, maybe. I don't know. But uh, yeah, um, a recent report from Entertainment Weekly cites statements uh, straight from Ron Reynolds himself. I want um, Deadpool and Wolverine in the movie together, uh, he told Entertainment Weekly. He said, and I quote, um, what we are going to have to do is convince Hugh, if anything, I'm going to need uh, to do what I can to get uh, my internet friends back on board to help rally anyone. Uh, I'm sorry, another cause uh, down the line. Uh, looking at the history of the two characters, as well as the potential of a cinematic team up, uh, it's not hard to see why this absolutely um, needs to happen. So here's why. One, Deadpool Wolverine's uh, comic book uh, history. Um, as two mutants who share the same healing abilities, there's a good deal of crossover appeal between Deadpool and Wolverine. Marvel has traditionally been all uh, all too aware of this, often throwing them into single story arcs together. Sometimes uh, they go head to head in a battle of indestructible. Uh, healing mutants in the uh, in other comics they team up together against a common foe um, the one consistent thread uh, through um, relates to how Deadpool's uh, irreverence plays off of uh, Wolverine's um, deciding uh, decided uh, sorry decidedly more serious demeanor and more often than not. Uh, it makes for a perfect combination of characters. Uh, two, uh, Deadpool already laid the hilarious groundwork. 
Um, many of the jokes we saw in Deadpool were in line with the film's uh, source material. Um, the comics are known for their um, their penchant for break you know for breaking uh, the fourth wall, um, honing in on a uh, self uh, referential sorry self referential sense of humor. Director Tim Miller, Ryan Reynolds, and the rest of the movie's creative team translated that onto um, the big screen beautifully. Uh, one particular running gag uh, throughout the story involved making fun of Hugh Jackman, who in uh, the context of uh, the shared uh, X-Men universe uh, is known for his ironic performance as Wolverine. Oh, sorry, not, uh, not ironic, sorry, iconic performance as Wolverine, sorry. I do speak before I think sometimes. My bad. Alright, um, so... That being so, the comedic potential of actually having the man himself in a Deadpool Wolverine team up movie is near uh, sky high, pretty much. So, um, and third, uh, this is good for the long term survival of the franchise. Hollywood has demonstrated a propens- uh, propensity of taking awesome ideas and squeezing. Um, the ever-loving life out of them until there's nothing left but sadness and disappointment. Uh, When it's all um, about when when it's all about the bottom line, uh, no one's going to uh, stand by and say, "Hey, you know, let's quit while we're ahead and stop making these movies." That puts Deadpool in a um, precarious uh, situation. So, 20th Century Fox finally has their proverbial uh, golden goose, and eventually, it's going to get hard um, to stretch it out indefinitely. Thankfully, um, we haven't reached that point yet. The fact that um, the Cable and Deadpool comic series will form the basis for the movie franchise's second installment uh, gives Fox plenty of material to work with, for now. Eventually, um, they're going to need um, some new ideas, and that's where Wolverine comes in. So what better way to keep Deadpool um, relevant long-term than by bringing in the X-Men franchise's central character? Um, For, um, well, if um, there was ever a reason to bring Hugh Jackman out of superhero retirement, this is it. Uh, Hugh Jackman has been part of um, the X-Men franchise for over a decade and a half. Uh, That said, um, no one can blame him for wanting to make Logan his final performance as Wolverine. In many ways, uh, it's also time for the X-Men saga to move on uh, uh, thematically. Uh, Having used them... Having uh, used him as a central character since the first film released back in 2000, bringing him back for a Deadpool team-up would be a notable exception for that need. First off, Deadpool's connection uh, to the main X-Men story isn't significant. Uh, the uh, well, well, the exception of um, like a couple of side characters along the way. Uh, most significantly, so most significantly, though, 
uh, it would be a perfect opportunity for Hugh Jackman's final bow, especially after what promises to be a fairly grim exit in Logan. Uh, from here, uh, it's just up to uh, it's just up to Ryan's Reynolds' pro, uh, persuasive abilities to make it happen. So that sums up that topic. Now I'm going to start with. Now I'm going to go with topic number two, which is The Walking Dead. Uh, here's what happens to Negan in the comics. So spoilers ahead for The Walking Dead. Uh, if you don't want to hear the spoilers, I suggest you exit now. Otherwise, keep listening. Alright, so, in the realm of television villains, um, Negan really uh, ranks among the most evil, and um, he's only appeared in a handful of Walking Dead episodes. He brutalized Glenn and Abraham, terrorized Daryl and the Alexandria safe zone, and systematically broken uh, Rick Grimes down to a shell of his former self. Um, he's also served as a divisive figure as uh, his introduction to the, uh, to the fray has, in many ways, uh, marked a new era for the series. So, uh, you know he's uh, kind of a big deal as far as the Walking Dead universe is concerned. Despite all, despite all the hype of the um, hullabaloo uh, surrounding Negan, um, he we haven't eventually seen him in action all that much. At least not yet. But we do have a way uh, to try and guess where his story might be heading, thanks to the Walking Dead source. Um, uh, material Rob Kirkman's um, comic series. Negan first appeared in issue 100 back in 2012 and ended up becoming a major player over the course of nine volumes. Uh, he's become uh, such an important character in the comics that Kirkland even created a spinoff miniseries called Here's Negan to address his backstory. Uh, so, as you might have guessed, Negan's story on the TV series is just beginning, while the AMC series sh showrunners could significantly change things up as they adapt uh, the character for the screen, uh, we're likely to see at least some of what transpired on the page brought to life. Uh, and given how seemingly invincible Negan is now, or sorry, well, seems now, you might be surprised at where he ends up. So, um, well, right now, you know, he's done a lot more damage. Um, by now, you've uh, probably heard that Negan's violent introduction to Walking Dead's core characters uh, was eerily um, similar to the comic book's plot. Uh, but his murder of Glenn in the comics was the first of many violent deaths that he either um, directly or indirectly contributed to. During uh, his time as Tyrant-in-Chief in the comics, Negan was responsible for the deaths of dozens of people, including characters like Spencer, Abraham, and Denise. Um, he also proved to be 
just as vicious towards his own saviors as uh, he was to the hilltop, the kingdom, and Alexandria. Um, uh, he just uh, he didn't just you know punish people who stepped out of line. He humiliated, tortured, and scarred them both emotionally and physically, leading through uh, leading through. Fear was always uh, Negan's mod- uh, modest um, oper- sorry, operandi, pretty much. But uh, he was also a pretty decent strategist. In The Walking Dead, Volume 19, he revealed to Rick that he always uh, employed a backup team for his supply uh, for his supply runs to ensure that he doesn't get sc- you know to ensure that he wasn't getting screwed. Or that his people wouldn't get uh, overrun. Uh, he also proved that there was at least some method of his uh, to his brutal madness. In volume eighteen, Carl managed to cross enemy lines and come face to face with Negan, uh, whom he uh, formed uh, a dysfunctional relationship with. Though Negan could have uh, killed Rick's son, he returned him unscratched proving that he was capable of mercy. As it turned out, that was probably one of the smartest moves he ever made because eventually uh, he found himself on the receiving end of Rick's wrath. So, uh, well, he's not always in charge, though. So that's another thing. Um... For several vo- uh, for several volumes, Rick worked with uh, Hilltop and uh, the Kingdom to find a way to overpower Negan and the and the Saviors. In volume twenty one, he finally managed to appeal to his adversary and ends up finding his weak spot. Um, in the midst of a bloody confrontation between uh, the wearing uh, factions, Negan and Rick meet face to face. And the former sheriff implores um, his enemy to think about combining uh, their efforts rather than battling one another. Uh, though Negan has shown little regard for the greater good up until this point, he seems to take Rick's uh, words to heart and lets his guard down. Rick, of course, was simply trying to uh, disarm him. And he... Uh, you know, he slits Negan's throat. Though the wound doesn't kill the Savior's le- you know, though the wound doesn't kill the Savior's leader, it uh, effectively ends his reign of power. Negan uh, spends up to two years in a prison cell under the watchful eye of Rick, a um, glowering, you know, glowering Carl, and other Alexandrian citizens. Uh, though he finds his role in Rick's reversed, um, he does eventually end up finding a common ground with him. In volume 25, he advises Rick, who uh, is concerned about the threat of the Whisperers, Negan, is eventually broken out of his cell by Brandon Rose. Uh, who holds a deep grudge against Alexander's, Alexander's leader and wants him to suffer under the um, 
under the Whisperer's Wrath. But Negan surprisingly ends up striking a shaky truce with Rick, uh, even after being faced with a chance for freedom and retribution. Um, he agrees to fight the Whisperers on the front lines in exchange for living outside of his prison cell, and, as far as uh, we can tell, uh, he's committed um, to the task at hand. Uh, it's hard to know exactly where Negan's story will end, um, but uh, you know he could just as easily betray Rick at some point as he could become a trusted ally. Um, but given his um, bloody or you know, but given his bloody origins and the prominent role he's uh, played uh, in the comic series to date, it's safe to say he will be st uh, sticking around. AMC's hit series for quite, uh, you know, some time. So that ends the topic. Now, the last topic will be the Justice League, um, Part 1, Everything We Know So Far. Um, 2016 has been a transformative year for the superhero genre. Deadpool proved, uh, proved that an R rating can actually be profitable. Captain America Civil War kicked the door down for the next page, uh, sorry, for the next age of Marvel movies. Not to be overlooked, Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice kicks things off for DC's own film uh, universe, subsequently setting the stage for the next five years of planned releases from Warner Brothers. Unlike Marvel, though, um, who waited four years before its uh, team-up um, movie, uh, DC will be... Uh, Diving the you know in head first, releasing Justice League, you know the Justice League Part One in November on in November twenty seventeen. So um, and the only lead in um, will uh, be getting comes from sorry comes in the form of the Batman vs Superman Suicide Squad, you know, and um, Wonder Woman, which will be loosed released in. At least on June uh, 2017. So this calls for a fast buildup and introduction to um, all four various heroes as DC rushes to uh, catch up uh, with their Marvel competitors, rushing um, straight into the Justice League. You know, is a move that the uh, studio really couldn't afford not to make, especially. When you take into account the fact that um, they're upward, they're upwards of eight years behind right now. So, what you know, can we expect from you know once it hits uh, theaters? So, but here's what we know so far. Uh, one is the roster. So, um, like in terms of their uh, you know Justice League roster, you know DC Warner is leaning on known qual. Uh, quantities to populate the team, uh, we of course have Batman and Superman leading the charge, along with Wonder Woman, Aquaman, The Flash, and Cyborg. Notably absent will be Green Lantern, uh, likely an attempt to further distance uh, the studio from the disappointing standalone film they released back in 2011. So we saw teases of each of our own, you know, of each of our main heroes in Batman vs Superman, uh, 
shown to us by an encrypted an encrypted file Bruce Wayne stole from Lex Luthor's servers. Uh, it was a quick and dirty way to um, flesh out each introduction. Um, sorry, flush out each introduction. So, you know, here's so we're hoping that so this is what we're hoping to get a little more depth into um, everyone's story soon. So, um, you know, and also you have um, was it? Uh, Amber Heard as Mira in Justice League. So, she'll make an appearance on that. So, I forgot to add her in there. Um, so, yeah. Two is the villain. Uh, there's been little doubts of um, as to who would be the big bad character of the, Just, you know, of the Justice League. So, um, but uh, with strong hints in Batman vs. Superman pointing towards Darkseid, um, for those unfamiliar with the character, Darkseid is actually the character Marvel originally based Thanos off of. So, in um, a not so veiled attempt to uh, compete with Jack Kirby's popular villain, uh, his main motivations resolve around universal domination and killing everyone uh, who gets in his way. And, uh, you know, he's. Of course, the most powerful being in the DC universe, just like Thanos is the most powerful being in the universe in the Marvel universe. Of course, uh, all this makes him a formidable adversary for a um, for the fledging Justice League. You know, we'll see next year uh, teased at the the Batman's sorry teased at by Batman's nightmare in um, Batman vs Superman. So, um. The Return of Superman, of course, that's number three. Uh, so, massive bat. Uh, actually, the ending of Batman vs Superman looked pretty grim in terms of Superman's fate, uh, having been killed battling Doomsday. Of course, DC's movie franchise can't get far without its most iconic hero, so that's far from permanent. Uh, the most um, prevalent uh, theories out uh, there say that Supes, sorry, uh, Superman is some, uh, sorry, Supes is in form, some form of a Kryptonian hibernation as he recovers from his injuries. Um, so what role he'll play in the Justice League once resur- once resurrected? Sorry, once resurrected. Isn't actually clear though. So Bruce Wayne's nightmare shows him at odds with the Man of Steel once again, with Superman teaming up with what appears to be Darkseid's alien minions. Um, all signs seem to um, point toward the death of Lois Lane, pushing him over the edge. So let's hope Batman keeps that Kryptonite uh, tip spear handy. So Superman, act, you know, Superman actor Henry Cavill. Recently shared an image of, sorry, that uh, may hint at parallels with a comic book storyline that also featured the death of Superman in uh, the death of the death and return of Superman story. Um, Superman returns after you know seemingly dying in a battle against Doomsday. He later returns sporting a black costume similar to 
the one that was in the comic books. So, uh, four is uh, Superman, sorry, Batman's role. Sorry. Everything we see in Batman vs. Superman indicates that Batman will be um, the one to gather all the heroes together uh, with access to Lex, uh, to Lex's secret uh, superhero files. Uh, he, he now has all the information he, uh, he needs to track down Barry Allen, Aquaman, and Victor Stone, a.k.a. Cyborg. As we know, and as we know, Wonder Woman is already in the mix as well. So Bruce Wayne, having um, seen a vision of the future and uh, warned by the insane ramblings of Lex Luthor, now sees it as you know his responsibility to to assemble sorry to assemble a team capable of battling Darkseid. Um, so he knows what's coming. Uh, now it's up to him to ensure the world uh, is ready to fight it. So, uh, oh, and number five, yes, Zack Snyder will be directing the film. Um, Zack Snyder has found himself the subject of a fair share of criticism following the release of Batman vs. Superman, while the movie was a financial success. You know, a 28% Rotten Tomatoes score was evidence enough of just how unpopular it was with critics. And who gives a crap what critics think anyway? But I thought it was good, though, so that's all that matters. Um, but yeah, as long as you think it's good, that's all that matters, too. Um, so that did a little... So that did little to instill doubt in Warner, though. So with Snyder remaining in charge of the DC Movieverse, uh, he'll he'll head up the Justice League Part 1 and Part 2. So a lot of... Um, will be riding on the success of both releases and um sorry of both of these releases of course and should they be received in the same way as Batman vs Superman though um we can't imagine you know Warner DC uh sticking with him much for much longer so but yeah number 6 is the title um uh, so uh the one as far as, sorry, uh, the one is far from a confirmed uh, certainty, but still is juicy information all the same. The folks over at Heroic Hollywood claim they've been hearing rumors about potential titles for the first Justice League movie, a uh, with a short list that includes Justice League uh, United, Justice League Angels and Demons, Justice League, Gods Among Us, uh, and Justice League, Gods Among Men. Um, the latter, sorry, the latter two titles, uh, harden back, so harken back, um, to Gods Among Us, sorry, to the Gods Among Us comic series. Actually, I did download that on the DC comic app though, so. Oh, and, um, if that ends up, uh, being the final title, it will come with a lot of implications concerning Superman's potential turn to the dark side. So that ends, I believe that ends that topic. Um, I'm, so that's, yeah, that's pretty much it though. That's pretty much covers everything. Um, 
but yeah, feel free to visit us and like us on Facebook. Um, at well, make sure you look for the Marvel slash DC Universe Fan Club, and hopefully subscribe to um this podcast on iTunes, which is also available on iTunes and Google Play. But uh, yep, I'm gonna call it an evening, and thank you for listening, and stay tuned for episode twelve. <laughs>